I talk about a lot of products that can make your life easier, and I use and love Tearmender. It's been around since 1932. It's an adhesive to repair tears in all types of clothing, fabrics, leather, vinyl, footwear, and buttons. Tearmender can also repair canvas awnings, tents, carpet, and fabric furniture. It's one product you've got to have around your home, and it's a must-have for all your winter projects. Tearmender is available at your local hardware store, Amazon, or find a store at Tearmender.com and more great make-do and men's solutions and ideas. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. it is welcome aboard you're at home with gary selvin this hour is brought to you by angie you can take your home projects from or they can take your home projects from start to finish easy enough to do just go to angie.com gutter clean mail call them yeah i I could get on angie.com get those coach lights done and maybe a little repair there all right uh, let me give you the phone number you can grab a line uh 800-823-8255 and we'll talk about your home improvement project. Uh, the other night down at uh, somebody's house, and uh, the carpenter bees were active, and they were out. Um, and, again, there's a couple of uh, cures for getting rid of them. Uh, the one of them is a, just a carpenter bee trap you can get from uh, Rescue. Very cool. It is about, um, I don't know, nine inches long, maybe an inch and a half wide. It's green and yellow pixels with a glue on it in a little cage and uh they're attracted to that and of course the centuries that's the big bees you see on the outside protecting the queen well they're always guarding it they're attracted to the green and yellow pixels which is pretty cool to even figure out why they would be attracted to green and yellow pixels but they are and that eliminates them that kind of starves out the queen and you get rid of your carpenter bees patching the hole that's important. Sanitizing that hole, that's important because what we want to do, we want to make sure it's not a problem every year. So uh, Carpenter B actually drill a hole. It, it's like a perfect half-inch hole. It goes in a little bit, hard right or left turn, and there lies the queen. And uh, once you get them out of there and you've eliminated the bees, a little rubbing alcohol back in that uh, uh, hole, a little spritzel bottle, and then you can use caulking, but I, I'll tell you right now, I've, you can use wood patch. I've had them actually dig that out. Um, probably one of the best things to patch that with is get some construction adhesive, you know, the liquid nails and that, and just put a dollop of that in there and plug that up. You can stuff it with some uh, stainless steel if you'd like, and then put the construction adhesive in there. 
and they're just not going to mess again uh, with that uh, with that hole. Uh, not to say they won't go and stay and continue to drill in that um, maybe soffit board on that shed, but uh, you'll eventually discourage them. You'll eventually take care of it. But uh, Rescue makes a lot of uh, very uh, cool traps to get rid of your pest. I know another thing we're seeing a lot of right now is ants as we get seasonal temperatures changing and ants changing their diet to now more of a uh, protein-based diet as it warms up. And there's a couple of ant traps uh, that attract ants. Ants are always foraging for food and, and water, like all of us, right? And um, not all these traps have protein and carbohydrate in the uh, food source or in the trap because they're taking that back to the queen. When it's cold, uh, they like to eat comfort food, right? High in carbohydrate. They're not too concerned about the protein when it's warmer. Protein. Um, there are some that have a balance of both, and that's the one I would certainly use. Also, follow the ants. Uh, that's right. Follow the ants when you see where they're coming into your home. Then go to the outside of that home and inspect how are they getting through the wall. You might be amazed uh, at what you find. Missing mortar in a brick home, a crack in the foundation above the grade line. Um, and those can be quickly sealed. So if you're using a trap on the inside, you're, you're sending the bait back to the colony, and then you patch that hole, you, you'll get those guys under control, uh, hopefully in a relatively quick time. If not, uh, you know, a pest control company, I used Extermitol because I had the world's largest ant colony, I was told, and um, they got those babies under control. Uh, it might take them a few months, but they got it taken care of, and they maintain that, and that was certainly the answer to my problem. All right, again, it's 800-823-8255. Let's go to James. James, welcome. Good morning, Gary. Morning. Hey, I was just listening to you talking about your gutter problem with your downspouts going into your subdrains, mm-hmm. and I had a couple pieces of advice. I've been installing gutter systems for 20 years, uh-huh. and I've run into quite a few different situations over the years. The subdrains here in the state of Montana being one of the biggest challenges that a gutter installer faces, especially during the winter months with the freeze, but mm-hmm. also as you're going through with the debris that is shed from trees and so forth that washes down your gutters into your drain system. Mm-hmm. Gary, when I run into this, I generally recommend to people to put a screen system on their gutter. That stops the most of the flow of the heavy debris that goes down and washes into your subdrain, your four-inch four pipe. If that doesn't work, if I run into a clogged drain, um, I will put a high-pressure nozzle on the end of a hose, and I will slowly push it through the drain. And depending on if it's a corrugated weeping tile going underground, that's a little tougher because you get um, sediment caking in, in all the actual corrugated ripples. Right. But if you have, like yourself, a Schedule 40 PVC underground, then you got a nice smooth surface. And it's pretty easy to get a high-pressure nozzle on the end of the hose getting it through there. It's similar yeah. to what you do putting in an extra-fun sprinkler system, but it seems to work. And I've, I've never really met a underground system unless it ran dead into a dead space and didn't really actually have a drain. That would be the only time I ever run into a complication of not being able to utilize that sub-drain. Yeah, so in, in this particular case, I, I don't really have the problem. I get asked that uh, question a lot. And it's usually already, um, you know, the homeowner already has a clogged system. 
And you're right, a high pressure, uh, you know, I, I have used those before. They work well. My problem at my home is um, not so much debris getting into the system. I do have the Schedule 40 uh, pipe, uh, underground French drain, and then the, uh, the gutter uh, downspouts tie into that also. Uh, my problem is the um, the slope really isn't dramatic enough to really exit all that water, and it's kind of got a little sway on it, so it's always kind of soft in the springtime. And I just kind of get the shift in the land where it just kind of starts filling up the uh, the exit port of that pipe that I just have to get a spade out there and dig that out. And eventually I'm going to dig that out and just put in some, you know, rock and uh, minimize oh, erosion. Yeah, that Stopping that erosion process, certainly, Gary. Yeah, the the it's it's peculiar to me how many contractors lay that pipe at a plumber's grade, which is an eighth inch drop at ten feet, because it doesn't just like you're dealing with there the the slow draining of water, especially in the winter they freeze. That's a sense of gun. I've had to run heat tapes down in oh, the sub drains and utilize those just to you know like when you're around a walkway or a patio or someone's you know back mm-hmm. barbecue pit and you have one of these sub drains that's frozen over. What a difficult situation. I've had to rent high-pressure steam pumps to oh boy. clear the ice out of yeah. There's no options because water's just building ice, you know, especially one job around a their patio, you know, real fancy outdoor kitchen patio, and they got this, I mean, just a flood of ice taking place. Mm-hmm. And so that's that was actually the first time I put heat cable down one of those drains, and it wow. successfully accomplished what I was looking to do, but that was a new one for me. Yeah, I'm feeling happy that I've not had that, but I can see where that could be a problem. Um, luckily, our winters haven't been that bad lately, but I could see that being a problem. If those things freeze up. It's like putting a cork in there, and then that water that's in that underground pipe, it just starts backing up against the foundation. Right, and gutter systems are so finicky, Gary. There are so many ways you can apply a gutter system to a home. When I look at a home, I consider things pitch of the roof, what kind of roofing, what kind of trees, what kind of ground they got, what kind of small shrubs and bushes they have, mm-hmm. the square footage of their roof line to, to give a dependence on the size of their gutter or the size of their downspout, as well as I put subdrains in the ground and the size of the subdrain and how much water is actually flowing to that drain based off of its capacity. And sure. those are all considerations I don't run into too often. There's a lot of um, just overnight guys, especially when we get storms around here, that show up and do a whole bunch of work and then us guys that are you know lifers here have to come and fix all of these systems and you run into quite a variety of people not evaluating someone's home for a gutter application and so i run into all kinds of different scenarios and problems in it gary but i just thought i would shoot that to you and see if that helped at all i appreciate it it did thank you james take care all right let me give you the phone number and um talk about your home project or some information you'd like to share one of the things I have at my home, a very steep roof, which also helps, and I do use the gutter brush in the gutters, minimizes debris getting down in that uh, downspout system and the underground system. Mine's usually just right at the end, so that was helpful. All right, it's 800-823-8255. We'll continue on with your questions. You're at home with Gary Sullivan. Help for your home is just a click away at GarySullivanOnline.com. This is At Home with Gary Sullivan.
I can't emphasize enough the need to have a backup sump pump to prevent flooding, especially if you have a finished basement. Now, I really like Zoller's new 540 Flex Water Powered Backup. It takes over when the primary sump system fails. The Flex is given its name for the rotatable elbow that allows for either vertical or horizontal installation. No electricity or batteries protect your home from flooding. Ask your plumber to install the Zoller 540 Flex Water Powered Backup. For more info, visit ZollerPumps.com. You don't have have to live with damp, ugly basement walls. Stop the water with Drylock Masonry Waterproofer. I've recommended it for years. Drylock can be used interior or exterior, above or below grade. Use it to protect and beautify basement walls, foundations, retaining walls, and more. Low odor and easy soap and water cleanup can be tinted for a decorative finish. Also, try Drylock Clear Floor and Wall Waterproofer for floors. Use as a vapor barrier prior to installing flooring or alone as a finished damp-proof coating. Drylock sold everywhere. Captain's Law. Log Day 121, Mining for a Natural Lawn Weed Killer. Hey there, I'm Captain Jack, ecologist and gardener. Recently, I was looking for a natural way to kill weeds when I dug up the solution. Iron. It's the active ingredient in my lawn weed brew. Captain Jack's lawn weed brew kills broadleaf weeds, dandelions, moss, algae, and more. Protect your oasis with Captain Jack's Lawn Weed Brew from Bonide. Learn more at CaptainJacks.com. Let's talk squeaky door hinges. The answer is Blaster's Multimax Synthetic Lubricant. Tight window and door tracks, you got it. Blaster Premium Multimax Synthetic Lubricant. Its odorless formula provides the longest lasting lubrication and protection against corrosion than anything else. Use it on thousands of applications and with Blaster's unique Pro Straw Top, you can control the flow from a wide spray down to just a drop for like a door hinge. Pick up a can at your local home or hardware store and always use Blaster products and work it like a pro. All right, let's talk a little home improvement. You're at home with Gary Sullivan. By the way, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk to Jace, our friend Jace from uh, ProWood, and talk a little bit about options you have when it comes to picking out your treated lumber. You may not realize that, and like everything else, um, you know, you, you start factoring in performance, and it's not all created the same. Um, for instance, well, we'll get into it, but there's ground contact and non-ground contact uh, pressure-treated wood. And quite honestly, I mean, if it's me, if I was building a deck, I'd use the ground contact whether it's contact in the ground or not. And you say, why? Well, if you're living around, you know, we we're just talking about gutters getting clogged and underground drain systems getting clogged. What about when all the leaves start falling and it starts raining and it's just laying on your uh, new pressure-treated wood deck. Isn't that just the same as ground contact? Pretty close, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll have that whole discussion at the bottom of this hour. So if you're tackling one of those projects, you might want to listen up, pick up some good information. Our phone number is 800-823-8255. And you can grab a line. Happy to talk about your home projects and what you're working on. And uh, there's so many things this time of year you, you can do, kind of going from the outside to the inside. We were just talking about ants before and how you find a crack in the foundation, following your ants, setting the bait and everything. But an area I think that we probably don't pay attention to more than any other area in our home is the attic. And uh, nobody likes to go up in the attic. It's a challenge to go up in the attic. Yesterday, I was talking about a brown recluse spider. 
just being mindful as you clean out your garage. They like, you know, cool, dark areas. Same in the attic. Pay attention um, to the recluse spider. You can go on the Internet and find out what they look like and make sure it's not a wolf spider and stuff like that. But getting up in the attic, you, you know, in my case, I've got an air handler up in the attic. I get up there and change the filter every now and then. And some of the crazy things you find up there, like um, you got ventilation, you get a really, really strong wind, you start having like snow drifts of insulation. And it could drift over. You don't have baffles. It can drift over and then cover up the soffit vents. And then you goof up your whole ventilation in your attic. You can find uh, maybe some animals have been nesting in the attic, and that's very nasty and and certainly requires your attention. You can also get up in the attic and see water stains and maybe even some mold in your attic, which will require... Um, your attention. Maybe it's not a leak at all. It could just be that the ventilation's goofed up in the attic and you're not getting that warmer, moist air that's coming up through the house in the wintertime, hitting the cold air in the attic, creating condensation, then creates mold. Those are the things you're going to find up there. And if you don't go up there and kind of poke around, you'll never know that's going on. And having mold in your attic is, is not good or having wet insulation and mold involved, that's certainly uh, can be creating an unhealthy living environment inside your home. Um, I remember I had um, a visit up in the attic one time, and I had found a couple of dead birds in my attic. And lo and behold, as I was searching, I found how they were getting into the attic by the soffit. By the soffit boards themselves, I'm always talking about, you know, making sure they're nice and tight, keeping squirrels out and raccoons. Well, there, there was a separation, and birds were getting into the attic and, and died in the attic. I guess they couldn't get out, never heard them, never knew they were there. So occasionally getting up there, and, and if you can't, you know, get a uh, handyman to get up there and take a, a look-see what's going on up there because – like I said, um, you get up there and all of a sudden you see the bathroom uh, fan, uh, the vent pipe laying on insulation and pumping, you know, hot, wet air into the attic and it's not vented outside. It's laying on insulation. You're going to have a big mold problem. And again, the fan works fine. And in a lot of cases, it's not wet enough to really stain the ceiling. You never know there's a problem there. Until you get up there, you know, the old boots on the ground, right? Or in, inspect by walking around. Take a look and see what's happening. In a lot of cases, it's just, you know, we, we react. Homeowners react when they see things. And even then, we don't always react. I remember having a um, little water spot on a upstairs hall ceiling. So what's everybody think right away, right? Oh, yeah, 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 sure. It's a leaky roof. If you got an air handler up there, it could be a clogged drain. In my case, it was a boot around the vent had just worn, cracked, and water was getting in. And learned at that point, a lot of those boots have a lifespan of about 10 years. That's it. Your roof's got a lifespan of, what, 25 or 30 years? And so what do you do about that? Well, there's actually a little donut that can slide right over the vent pipe and abut that boot and keep the water out. Not hard, not expensive. 
but reacting to it. And again, a lot of times you never see the water stain on the ceiling. You find it when you get up in the attic and walk around. All right, coming up next, we're going to help you pick out some uh, pressure-treated wood for your next deck project. Even if you're replacing the boards, Jace from Pro Wood will be joining us. As we continue, you're at home with Gary Sullivan. Solutions to your home improvement are as easy as calling 1-800-823-TALK. This is At Home with Gary Sullivan. Gutter brush is the simple gutter guard I've used and recommended for years. It's so easy. Just slide three-foot sections into the gutters and leave them there year-round to block leaves and keep gutters flowing. Right now, they're having their big spring sale, 25% off and free shipping when you order direct at gutterbrush.com. Most homes are protected for just two or 300 bucks. Visit gutterbrush.com or call 888-397-9433. Prevent clogged gutters and save 25% until May 9th at gutterbrush.com. Mosquitoes can transmit deadly diseases, including West Nile virus, but summit mosquito dunks kill mosquitoes before they're old enough to bite. Just float an organic mosquito dunk in ponds, bird baths, rain barrels, and any standing water to kill mosquito larvae for 30 days or longer. Don't worry, mosquito dunks won't harm people, pets, fish, birds, or wildlife. Mosquito dunks are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and online. Visit SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Now that we're all out of the house, more pets are left home alone, and cats and dogs are having a free-for-all laying on the beds, couches, peeing everywhere, even outside the litter box at odor exit they have products to eliminate those unwanted pet and people body and urine odors odor exits manufactured in ohio so they never run out of stock their products are safe and effective way to eliminate odors they just don't cover up odors they eliminate odors forever visit odorexit.com odorexit.com dirty patio don't scrub it, wet and forget it. Wet and forget the easy outdoor cleaner. Wet and forget works over time with Mother Nature to eliminate unsightly black and green stains on your patio or deck with no scrubbing, power washing, or bleach. Use wet and forget on all your outdoor surfaces, including driveways, siding, roofs, and fencing. Wet and forget's available in concentrate or extreme reach hose end. Purchase wet and forget in store or online at Lowe's, Menards, or Ace. All right, enjoying the weekend we are. Time for our project of the week. And boy, if there's ever a deck season time, right now's it, especially as I look out the window. Um, great weather and uh, people getting excited about getting out and enjoying themselves. And, and why not, right? And, and taking care of that deck is key. If you're going to build a deck, knowing what you want to build it with is key. And joining me is our friend Jace. He is with Pro Wood. And Jace, how are you? I'm doing well, Gary. How are you? I'm excited about deck time, man. <laughs> you got it, man. It's, it's spring is here for sure. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about Pro Wood. Tell us a little, give, give us a kind of a synopsis of, you know, even pressure treated wood. There's a lot out there. And a lot of people just don't understand differences, but kind of give us an overview of Pro Wood. 
Sure. Um, you know, Prowood Tree Lumber is, um, you know, one of the largest brands and, and, and providers of pressure-treated lumber and value-added lumber um, in the country. And, um, you know, there's, there's different methods uh, of preserving treated lumber and, and, and creating that product that's going to withstand the elements and be great for your project. Um, and, what, and what we're doing at Prowood is we're really focusing on education and making it easier than ever for DIYers and, and real building professionals alike right. to use the right treated lumber. Uh, because, uh, you know, I, I think it's safe to say there's a, a misconception among many when you hear the word treated lumber, you believe you can do anything you want with it. Right. And there are different types of treated lumber. And I, what I'd love to get into is what are those different projects and applications and finding the right treated lumber to make sure your project is going to last. Yeah, I think it's safe to say, Jace, that most people listening right now don't even know that there is different types of treated lumber and certainly different applications for treated lumber. So so how how much how how deep into the wood is treated lumber or is that part of the education you're going to give us? Yeah, you know, it, it is when you treat lumber, uh, that preservative, and depending on the manufacturer, there's different preservatives, uh, that that wood is, you know, put into a, a cylinder, and essentially this is high level, but it's vacuuming out the moisture, and then it's reintroducing the moisture at a high pressure with preservative included, driving it deep into that wood. Um, and that's actually something that, ProWood does, uh, if you look at some of the end tags, you may see a TP or a check mark, and that means it's been third-party tested by somebody actually taking a sample into that wood to see how deep that preservative has been penetrated. So when you get ProWood, you know you're getting, you know, the really great third-party approved stuff, um, but, and, that, that can, and that can vary by manufacturer. But So when it comes to treated lumber, there are there's different preservatives, and ProWood actually uses one called micronized copper azole, or MCA, um, and that has a number of benefits. It's, it's particulate instead of solution-based, so um, it, is, it accepts color very well for our color-infused lumber. It doesn't allow for as uh, great a fastener corrosion uh, when you have a metal fastener going into right. uh, that copper in that MCA. So it reduces copper or, or fastener corrosion, and uh, the other thing is it's, it's sustainable. Um, actually, our MCA treatment preservative is actually recognized by SDS Global as certified as environmentally preferred. And so just a number of benefits to that, that preservative. So when we talk about treated lumber, I think everybody right away thinks decks. But there's other things made of treated lumber. I mean, there's treated lattice, there's fence pickets. And you mentioned a a label on the end of the board itself. Is there anything like like light duty or just for fences versus decks? I mean, that seems yes, like it would require absolutely. something a little less. That's right. So, I mean, one of the best things you can do um, is look at the end tag of your lumber, and you can make a decision pretty quick because it's going to tell you um, if it's above ground or ground contact or light duty. And those are the three main uh, treatment types you're going to really deal with on a residential basis is light duty, above ground, and ground contact. And so um, 
Yeah, the, the, the new ProWood Black end tags are, are, are beautiful, and they have a very simple color indication uh, indicating that application. So white is light duty, gray is above ground, and green is ground contact, and we can get into each of those. And so that when you talk about light duty, um, it's, it's typically not, it, well, not typically, it is for non-structural use. Um, right. That's things like landscape timbers, things that are going to be decorative for edging around the front of your home, uh, lattice, um, which is in a vertical application and not necessarily structural or, you know, involved with the ground. And fence tickets are often in that category where they're, they're on the fence, but they're not structural or, or, or dealing with the ground. And so when you see, you know, pro with light duty, you see light duty on the end tag, that's, that's a good indication you can use that wood in that application. But one of the mistakes we often see is, you know, someone purchases a landscape timber that would be in that light duty category, and then they bury it in the ground as a fence post. Or, oh, and that geez. is now using it in an application where it might look good for the initial installation, but it's going to not perform the way you want over time. Right. Um, so then right. you move into above ground. Above ground is there. It is for some structural applications, but they're not. These are the. These are the products that are not suitable for deck choice or or near ground uses so things like railings balusters um those, those are you know structural applications that are you know not touching the ground and they're not um integral to the structure um they're not holding it up that's when you move into ground contact and what you mentioned earlier uh, i love what you said hey if i had my choice I'd probably just go with the ground contact to be safe yeah this is the category that that you're going to want to be in um so pro ground contact or general use has about two and a half times that preservative retention as above ground so it's got a more more preservative and this is the stuff you're going to want to use for your deck ledgers your beams your joists the posts that are holding it up things that are critical to the structure and very hard to replace mm -hmm. that's when you want to get into ground contact so, yeah, the ground contact, because, again, if you live in a wooded area and you got all your leaves falling down in the fall and you get a rainy, uh, slimy mess on your deck, that, in my book, that's kind of like ground contact, even though it's really not the ground, but it is kind of like ground contact, right? That is a really great observation. Um, so the word ground contact literally means touching the ground, but what it should mean to you is, is your wood – being put in a ground contact scenario so mm -hmm. what what that does is you know if, it, if you're in frequent moisture things like that you're you're actually creating the environment as if it is touching the ground sure. and so a couple of great questions for your homeowners to ask themselves when they're getting into uh, what you know what should i be using here these are the questions you should ask um, is my project less than six inches from the ground if it is you should be using ground contact treated lumber. If your answer to any of these is yes, it should be ground contact treated lumber. Less than six inches from the ground, is the component easily replaced or maintained? If it's not, ground contact. If the component is critical to the integrity of the structure, like a joist or a beam right. or a post, ground contact. Does my project, like you just said, um, have proper ventilation or does it see frequent moisture or that leaf litter? You're okay. you're in a ground contact scenario, and the safe bet is to use the proper lumber in that application, ground contact. Sure.
Um, is there any, uh, does Pro Wood have any pressure treated wood, either ground contact, non ground contact, that's more stable against the sun? In other words, is there a kiln dried pressure treated wood that Pro Wood has, or is, is there anything more stable, mm -hmm. I guess is what I'm looking at? Yeah, so typically when you are, you know, if you are shopping and you happen to be looking at the treated lumber that you're purchasing, Oftentimes, you might feel it's a bit damp. Um, it's because treated lumber is, it goes through a process where it does get wet and then it dries. ProWood also offers kiln-dried treated lumber or kiln-dried after treatment, KDAT, which is after we treat it, it is dried in a kiln. And what that does is it reduces the weight and uh, it, it gives it a lot of benefits for building accuracy because when you install a deck that may have wood that's damp, over time, naturally, that wood's going to dry, and then the shape, um, you know, the width may vary a little bit. Kiln dry is going to be incredibly accurate. Uh, so that that wood is incredibly strong. It's not going to move or warp um, as naturally as, as others, and it's just a really, really upgraded uh, product. So. so is that category growing or not growing? Just my own curiosity, because that seems like a no-brainer to me. It is, you know, the more, the more building professionals and even homeowners who tackle these deck projects, you know, uh, a lot of them are using a solid foundation like pro wood tree lumber for the, you know, 80% of their deck. And then they also uh, use a beautiful composite decking and railing on top of that. Well, your, your, your structure is only as good as what's holding it up. And pro wood is, is a solid option for that. But when you're investing in something like composite decking, you don't, you don't want that composite deck board to have waves over time, right? You want to see right. that straight, flat surface. Right. And so often you're going to see builders opting for kiln-dried treated lumber for their joist system mm. because it's just far more accurate, um, it's clean, and then regardless if you're putting pro wood, beautiful wood decking over the top or um, something like a decorator's composite decking, you are, you are going to see a much cleaner surface because those kiln-dried joists are not going to move as much. If you use the kiln-dried pro wood as a decking choice, does that allow you to stain it almost immediately since it's been dried? Uh, that is correct. So when you use kiln-dried lumber, um, it is ready to accept seal or staining because it's been dried. And that's that's a, probably the number one question and I'm assuming that you get as well is, when can I stain or seal my right. deck in, in general or whatever it is? Um, the trick I always say is take, take a little glass of water and go out to your deck and just toss a little splash of water on your boards. If it beads up, your board is not ready to accept any kind of stain or, or stain or treatment. If it, if it seeps into the board, it means that board is ready to absorb and take that out. So, and no, it's a beautiful weekend. Can I keep you on for another 10 minutes? absolutely let's do it gary all right let me put you on hold i got a couple more questions this is a lot of great information uh the website i guess jace prowood.com prowoodlumber.com prowoodlumber.com see it's right in my notes you know you could read that gary but prowoodlumber.com <laughs> all right let's take a break we'll come back i got some more questions as we continue uh with our friend jace from prowood you're at home with gary sullivan Help for your home is just a click away at GarySullivanOnline.com. This is At Home with Gary Sullivan.
Recircling the air around the basement doesn't provide moisture or pollution reduction. Gary Sullivan here. Ventilation is the answer to making our basements more livable. Easy Breathe Ventilation exchanges the air and reduces airborne particles by 85%. Bad air out, better air in. So remove moisture, allergens, chemicals, and other pollutants with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation system. Call 866-822-7328 or visit ezbreathe.com. Carpenter bees can cause costly structural damage to wood siding, decks, doors, eaves, and railings. Gary Sullivan here. My solution, Trap Stick from Rescue. It catches carpenter bees all season long. Save your wood structures from damage from carpenter bees with Trap Stick from Rescue. It's made in the USA by the makers of the popular Rescue Flying Yellow Jacket Traps. And you can learn more at CarpenterBeeControl.com. That's CarpenterBeeControl.com. Hey, Gary Selvin here for Roto-Rooter Plumbing and Water Cleanup, where first-year service technicians without prior experience earn great pay with excellent benefits. Roto-Rooter will train you on the job, and as you gain skills, you'll make even more money. Now, these are good family-supporting jobs that don't require a college degree or the student loan debt that comes with it. Learn more about high-paying, life-changing jobs in the plumbing trade at rotorooter.com careers. Jaws, the Just Add Water System, my favorite refillable household cleaners and the best glass cleaner I've ever used, has an array of cleaners for all your spring cleaning needs. So check out the Jaws Ultimate Cleaning Kit. It includes six of their high-performance cleaners for every hard surface in your home, including the Jaws Glass Cleaner. You get two refills of each cleaner along with color-coordinated microfiber towels for only $49.99 and free shipping. Get Jaws Cleaners at JawsCleans.com. That's JawsCleans.com. Well, talking a little bit about pressure-treated wood, in fact, we're talking a lot about it with a brand name called ProWood and how they're helping you educate you on choosing the right type of ProWood. We've covered ground contact, uh, light duty, non-ground contact. We've uh, we, we've covered kiln dried and a couple other questions. Jace is with me from ProWood, and um, we were just talking about the advantages of uh, you know staining, and it's almost immediate with the kiln dried. So, folks, if you're looking, well, let me ask this to Jace first, and that is board replacement. Would it not make total sense then to go with a kiln-dried pro wood product? Otherwise, you're going to have to wait for that board to dry out, that deck board to dry out, and it's not going to look very uniform during this time of year, which is when we want to use the deck. Sure. You know, it, you know, it, it depends on your geography, Gary, where, where some of these options are available. So kiln-dried is certainly a great option. Another great option if you're looking to – add decking that is ready to stain or seal would be something that's already done for you and that's pro wood color treated uh, which is a fantastic product where if you were listening earlier we talked about how the product is treated it goes into these cylinders and we kind of remove the moisture then we reintroduce it in a very high pressure way with the preservative but we also have uh, some of our facilities do that where they add color at the same time so there's a color infused uh, treatment throughout the board that looks like natural cedar or redwood and that is a really great option for your deck because there's no oh. staining required in that case excellent idea excellent idea the post itself um with the deck um that would be ground contact right it's down in the ground 
But correct. Right about at the top of that post where it's cut and mm-hmm. and the sun beats on it and the water sits, is that protected or should you definitely put a cap on that? It is protected. Um, there actually is end cut seal treatment that you can purchase um, as a copper based treatment that um, it's it's good practice um, if you have exposed end cuts like that just to take a lot of those canisters will have like a brush kind of like rubber cement and you just kind of treat the ends and that's that's just a good practice but um, it is protected and a cap is just a nice aesthetic if that's what you choose mm-hmm. so interesting but it should be mm-hmm. somewhat protected though otherwise you can run into some issues i guess yeah, yeah, it's always a good idea to take that precaution. I mean, these yeah. are natural products; they're beautiful. But yeah, it's a great idea to take uh, that precaution for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, absolutely. When you were talking about well, the uh, ground contact pro wood, excellent post, you know, the joists and things like that, keeping it stable is is really important. I see a lot of people pulling up deck boards and putting in composites or and i know you mentioned decorators before they need to mm-hmm. i guess kind of have a, a hard talk with themselves if you're going to invest in in something like a decorator's decking how how old should that be that under um the underpinning of that deck itself i mean you don't want to put a really really super beautiful product on something that's 30 years old, do you? Uh, well, you know, that depends, Gary. I mean, that, that may often be the case, but um, I think it's, I think it's, you pull up a deck board and see what you're looking at underneath. If you've, if you've installed wood in the applications that we're discussing. So if you used ground contact treated lumber as your joist, mm-hmm. and then you go to replace that later, um, you're probably going to be in a much better scenario than if you just used, you know, you didn't look at the end tag and you'd installed something that may have been above ground or something of that nature. So um, one of the most common things I see um, and most of the contractors we work with will probably applaud this is when you pull up a deck board, you will have nail holes in right. your joist and that's, and that's a way where water can get in there. So sure. if you're replacing it, fantastic. If you're not, there's some really great options like joist tape that you can reapply over that as well. Um, but it, it really is, it really is a good idea to really be, um, you know, critical of your structure before you apply, reapply decking because, like we said earlier, your your deck is only as good as what holds it up. And if you make it look like a beautiful cake on the top, but underneath right. it's not right. doing what you need to do, um, you're going to pay later. So. Got about a minute to go. How about uh, fasteners? You said uh, the MCA treatment on that. Um, what type of fastener would we use on that? A, a deck screw, but what kind of finish? Yeah, you're going to want to use something that's got a, a nice coating on it, um, galvanized. Uh, you know, if you're doing joist hangers, a couple of a couple of uh, mistakes we see is if you're using joist hangers, make sure you're nailing the joist hangers. If we don't mm-hmm. screw those, we nail those. Right. Galvanized nails work great. Coated deck screws work really great, um, and that's that's just a really good practice to do there. And um, one thing we mentioned earlier, I do want to talk about is when posts for these structures go into the ground. It's actually more common now to not have them go in the ground and to use a concrete pillar that comes above the ground with a bracket so that your post truly isn't even touching the ground, which is absolutely a good move to avoid rot at the most important place. Yeah. 
keep, 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 always keep moisture away. Again, it's ProWoodLumber.com. If you're out in the uh, lumber yards, look at the tag. Pay attention to the tag. A lot of great information. Do your research. And I know, Jace, you helped a lot of people today. And I thank you for joining us. Have a good rest of the weekend, my friend. Thanks so much, Gary. Let's do it again. All right, man. Take care. Appreciate it. Jason, very, very knowledgeable in all the decking materials that are out there, the decorators, the pro wood. It's always a pleasure having him on. All right, when we come back, we will take your calls. Our phone number is 800-823-8255, and you're at home with Gary Sullivan. fix-it questions give gary a call at 1-800-823-TALK this is at home with gary sullivan I talk about a lot of products that can make your life easier, and I use and love Tearmender. It's been around since 1932. It's an adhesive to repair tears in all types of clothing, fabrics, leather, vinyl, footwear, and buttons. Tearmender can also repair canvas awnings, tents, carpet, and fabric furniture. It's one product you got to have around your home, and it's a must-have for all your winter projects. Tearmender is available at your local hardware store, Amazon, or find a store at Tearmender.com and more great make-do-and-mend solutions and ideas. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.